Welcome to Witches Being Witches. Spiritual besties chatting all things stars, skin, science, sex, and self-love. I'm Tara, Ayurvedic consultant, cosmic witch, and Vedic astrologer. And I'm Emily, qualified naturopath, holistic skin witch, and founder of natural skin and lifestyle brand, The Purist Collection. Witches Being Witches is for the woman who is ready to reclaim her power, dares to take up space, and expresses herself fully. A witch is a woman who embraces nature, its cycles, and knows that she is magic. Welcome, Welcome fellow witch. We are so happy you are here. This episode is proudly brought to you by The Purist Collection, a luxury naturopath-formulated skin, body, and lifestyle brand, supporting you with herbal medicine, flower aroma, and crystal therapy, because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Available online at thepuristcollection.com. That's the with purist, P-U-R-I-S-T, collection.com. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 37, Inner and Outer Beauty Rituals. I am excited to hear all about this, Em. Yep, the skin witch is um, doing some more skin things. And yeah, I want to talk about beauty on like a slightly different level this time and um, get a little bit more woo-woo around Mm. skin and around beauty because I think it's such an important important aspect of when we look at skin health ultimately and look at you know our our beauty and our our skin as a reflection of our internal world um as well so yeah i'm excited to dive in Mm. and i think as a society we're paying more attention to our skin health now yeah and i really like how the french women they their style is not having a lot, not wearing a lot of makeup, mm-hmm. but having like spending a lot of money on really making sure that their skin is glowing. Yeah. And then, you know, going without that foundation and just having yeah. that beautiful skin shine yeah. through. Yeah. So I feel like this is a, yeah, really timely subject. Yes, I agree. I think, um, I, I don't know. I think I feel like for a, a really long time, like beauty has been, you know used as a particularly for women like a marker of our value Mm. um yeah and I'll talk a bit more about that but yes I think um beauty is something that's important to a lot of women particularly but I think even guys to some extent um but yeah I, I I feel like um our beauty is something that a lot of us really care about and yeah I kind of want to give a different perspective on how we can care for our skin and I'm excited to hear about that because yeah it's more about the the physical it's about yeah that yeah. radiating from within exactly <laughs> exactly um so I was gonna do a little bit of a cosmic update yes please do fire away okay so on the 8th of December in a couple of days uh, yes yeah. we have the full moon in Taurus and keep in mind that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer mm-hmm. so it's what is happening directly above us so the Taurus energy is very sensual determined rigid practical materialistic very stable and creative and so the Taurus is represented by the bull um, but when we're thinking about the full moon, 
we want to think of releasing and it's um, letting go. So really focusing with this Taurus energy because Taurus rules the second house of money and work and income and our daily routines. Mm. Where can we let go of old money stories that are holding us back? Uh, anything in our daily routines that is maybe sabotaging us in some ways this is a really good opportunity for you to consciously reflect on these areas of your life and yeah release and like we've talked about before this manifestation practice is very much about creating that space so you have you can you know call in what it is that Mm. you really want Mm. um so that is the energy of this full moon amazing i think like beautiful timing with you know only what a few weeks left of this year um you know we're a matter of days away and starting to yeah utilize um i guess yeah reviewing obviously the past month and the past Mm. lunar cycle but then also like on a bigger scale the year and Mm. what we want to plant for next year yeah 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 and i know routines i feel like um Routine is something I've really been wanting to work on and even my money stories. And then Mm. I feel like just the last few years have been so hectic that I just never quite fully feel like I get around to fully giving it my full attention. Yeah. Or then like something happens and my routine gets side railed and then I never quite get back to it again. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to hopefully next year having um, maybe ideally slightly less change, like a little bit more stability (laughs) would be really great. Um, my sun return ends. Yeah, I was just going to say it's it's looking good. It's looking promising. (laughs) So yeah, I'm hoping that like, yeah, finally I can kind of get round to, yeah, like setting myself up next year. I'm excited. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to be doing the same. Um, Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The energy feels um, good. We've got an important witchy birthday next weekend. Um, It's Tara's birthday coming up, which is pretty exciting. Um, and I have had your present organized for the longest time. Have you? I know you are going to love it. So yeah. Oh, I'm I'm confident that you're going to love it. I'm like I would be so surprised sure if you I did. will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll let you guys know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll reveal all. Um. Or not after Tara's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Shall we get started? Yeah. Let's get in. I can't wait to hear. Cool. So, ultimately beauty is all around us like mother earth and the divine feminine is literally beauty um but then i think we then think about beauty as like the beauty industry and then the word means something quite different and i think the world on a bigger level with you know the media and social media and standards and comparisonitis and all the things um beauty that becomes like this commercialized marketed thing that constantly makes us feel this immense sense of pressure particularly as women that we need to do more and buy more and be more to look beautiful and that what we need to have um what we ultimately really need to have to feel like we have a place or a worth or a value in this world is to have really clear youthful skin um and be then considered that like uh that standard like stereotypical version of beautiful like that's what that looks like but there's a really beautiful quote that i think fits really nicely here and it is if you're pretty you're pretty 
but the only way to be beautiful is to be caring and loving. Otherwise, it's just congratulations about your face. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, So I want to talk about inner beauty. Um, And I think a really beautiful place to start when we talk about inner beauty is um, with a reminder of the importance of mindfulness. So becoming really aware of our senses and all of the beauty that is in the world around us because doing that allows us to open more space for the beauty that inherently exists within all of us Mm. Um, and our inner beauty is literally always there we just need to slow down sometimes to access it and remember it and re-familiarize ourselves with it Um, and as women and as witches ritual is obviously a really beautiful feminine embodiment practice. Um, So I really want to, in this episode, um, explore some inner beauty rituals that we can can take, you know, um, take us on our journey back into rediscovering our inner beauty and really letting that shine through. Um, Yeah. And re-familiarising ourselves with what beauty really is and should be and yeah, which beauty is more important, I guess. Mm. Um, because, yeah, like I said, I think um, the big bad world likes us to believe that beauty is a certain look when really maybe it's more of a, a feeling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Mm. So the concept of beauty rituals are is absolutely by no stretch of the imagination a new thing. Um, the ancient Greeks actually conceptualised that beauty was central to life, um, but that it was not just aesthetics. Like to them, beauty was so important, but it was way more than that aesthetic, which in our modern day Western world, you know, is quite the opposite generally. Um, the Greek word for beautiful, which is Carlos, Kalos, mm-hmm. um, literally means both aesthetically beautiful but also virtuous, which I, I think is really lovely. Oh, like, that yeah, nice. that meaning of the word is just so much more. Um, meanwhile, the Navajo Indians conceptualized um, a concept or a philosophy called the beauty way, um, which was a, a life, um, life philosophy that really focused on maintaining beauty in the world within us and around us Um, and there's a really beautiful blessing from the beauty way which is with me there is beauty in me there is beauty from me beauty radiates and I really love that Mm. so so beautiful Um, and then finally there's a Japanese tradition of wabi-sabi which is Mm -hmm. so amazing I think this one is yeah a really powerful potent reminder um it literally translate uh translates to mean the wisdom and beauty of imperfection so wabi-sabi tea rituals purposefully utilize utensils um that are simple and rustic and asymmetrical and maybe chipped and a little bit damaged um so seemingly they're imperfect but they are so valued and so appreciated and such an important part of wabi-sabi rituals um yeah yeah um so i think again our inner beauty is inherent our modern day world and our way of living just sometimes makes it harder to remember. Um, when we're starting with any kind of ritual, I think it's really important to start small, but start. There's no need to overcomplicate or make it difficult or 
need to be perfect. Um, I think it's just really important that we remind ourselves that our inherent beauty is far easier to access and remember when we can slow down and create space really mindfully. So when we're creating a ritual, we really want to, yeah, not overcomplicate, not make it difficult, not make it hard to access, um, particularly when it's our ritual. And I think with any kind of ritual, we should always be putting our spin on it ultimately to make it our own. Um, so yeah, make it one that you actually A, can do and B, want to do mm. um, so that you get the benefit from it because there's no point in making this ritual so intense and laborious and um you know something that you can only do once a year when the moon is shining at the exact right height and blah 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 like there's Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah we want to make it really potent and accessible so we can actually enjoy it and get the benefit from it so it's also important to choose a space for your beauty rituals very purposefully um, as well as the time that you want to do your rituals Ultimately, you want to feel really safe in your space and you don't want to feel rushed or distracted and ultimately because you want to create space for that magic to be able to happen. Um, And I think it really helps with a beauty ritual space to actually make your space feel beautiful to you. So whether that's with crystals or flowers or artwork or shells or plants or whatever it is that to you is beautiful, um, to include that in your space so that you have your space feels beautiful and sacred um, and safe so that you can actually, yeah, practice your ritual, practice your rituals there. Um, I think it's also really important to practice gratitude when we're practicing our rituals. Um, gratitude for our space gratitude for ourselves, for taking care of ourselves, for our skin, for our bodies, for the world around us, the people around us, the beauty around us. Um, Yeah, really important to practice gratitude as well. Now, quick aside, if we want glowing skin, obviously there is lots that we can do. And as a naturopath, Um, There are a lot of things when I'm working with my clients on their skin health that we want to take into account and to consider. Eating more plants, more whole foods, eating less of your pro-inflammatory foods like your refined sugars, your refined carbohydrates, your processed meats, your fried uh, fried and your fast foods, too much gluten, too much dairy, all of those foods that can cause inflammation or exacerbate or worsen inflammation. Ultimately, it's very simple. We want to eat more of the good food and less of the, the bad, if we want to label it bad, less of the inflammatory food um, and more foods that allow us to heal more easily. Um, we want to look after our bowels and our liver so that we're properly digesting um, and eliminating really effectively. We want to very, very much so get on top of stress and I'll talk a little bit more about that as we go. Um, practicing gratitude, not touching your face unless your hands are clean regularly changing and washing your pillow slips, um, going to see a dermal therapist so you can actually get skincare that you know is going to work for you and you specifically. And then same with your skin treatments. Um, You want to be looking after your immune system. You want to be adequately hydrating your body. You want to be taking care of your hormones and and really harmonizing your hormones, Um, both stress 
and reproductive hormones. Um, you want to be exercising and moving your body regularly. You want to be practicing your diaphragmatic breathing as much as possible. Like there is so much, so much. And skin is our largest organ and it's reflective of what's going on beneath the surface with all of your other organs and all of your other systems. And I think very commonly my clients come in and see me and they're like, okay, it's this one thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but it is all of the things. Um, and our bodies are always trying to tell us something and we just need to listen. And I think um, when it shows up on our skin, like that is a pretty unignorable mm. message to receive. Um, so, Yeah. Typically, when we think about those messages, yes, we can look at the physical and what's going on, but I also really think it's so incredibly important and potent. And in my clients, I can definitely see the difference between clients who are really looking at their health holistically. So yes, working on physical, obviously, but also working on mental, emotional as well. And when we look at skin issues, like I said, yes, obviously we want to look at the underlying physical reasons, but there is almost always, actually, I like, there is always going to be some kind of emotional um, reason, some kind of thought pattern, some kind of belief system, some kind of behavior that is going to be contributing to that skin issue to your skin not being glowy or to your skin being dry or to a skin condition like acne or eczema or perioral dermatitis or whatever it might be and when we look at the reason for skin issues from that emotional energetic side of things typically the emotions and energies that come up are around um, feeling really frustrated or irritated or like someone or something is getting under your skin that's makes sense um, but also the failure to protect or to feel protected um, keeping in mind that our skin is you know part, a big part of our immune system it's like our first line of defense it's literally our physical barrier to the rest of the world so it makes sense that if we're not feeling like we've got those barriers in our lives from a bigger perspective that then our skin that that protective mechanism and protective organ is gonna yeah cop it um disapproval and criticism and even hatred of ourselves i know that this one in particular rings true for me um i had really 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 severe awful acne when i was younger um probably started to go downhill around 12 13 when I started getting my periods um which was obviously a big part of what was going on not that I really properly addressed that at the time but that's okay I've learned my lesson now I know that there are other options now um but definitely that hatred of self like around the same time I was going through um really quite awful depression to the point of like suicidal ideation um, so I hated myself. I can quite confidently say that looking back. Um, and yeah, it showed in my skin. Mm. It definitely showed in my skin. And I think um, having that kind of default 
mechanism of being really harsh on myself, I can still see it come up sometimes in my skin. And typically when I'm looking at what's going on, you know, if I'm getting more breakouts than usual, it's like, okay, go through my checklist of obviously all of the physical, but then I'm like, okay, am I being a little bit harsh on myself? Am I pushing myself a little bit too hard? And then I think also fitting into that, and again, particularly in that um, acne picture, is the belief that we're in some way not enough not good enough, not pretty enough, not smart enough, not lovable enough, a combination of all of the above. And obviously that's going to go hand in hand with that disapproval and even, you know, self-hatred as well. Um, And then um, a massive one for skin issues as well is just feeling uncomfortable in your own skin, um, quite literally. (laughs) Um, So whether you're becoming... Um, really withdrawn because you don't feel comfortable and confident or whether you're feeling really insecure um, or unworthy or like you're you know second best that you're not as good as everyone else or as deserving as everyone else Um, that's a really 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 big one and I think it's really interesting because our skin again is it's our it's our first thing that someone sees when they see us is our skin and our face and so if we have a problem with our skin if we're not happy with our skin that's going to really really impact our mental health and our emotional health so Mm. massively and our behaviors and our belief systems and everything um and then you can see how then that's going to make our skin worse Mm. and kind of end up in this vicious cycle um the feeling of not belonging is another another really big one and then putting up barriers emotionally to guard ourselves from emotional hurt because again our skin is somewhat a barrier to the rest of our body getting injured hurt bleeding out etc um yeah so where if you're experiencing any kind of skin issue we want to kind of revisit all of this what we want to do is consider what or who is getting under our skin and considering how you are or are not expressing yourself what do you need to say and who do you need to say it to is it to people around you is it even to yourself do you need to forgive yourself do you need to remind yourself that you're okay and that you are worthy and that you you do belong here and then we really want to work on recognizing and processing and releasing those emotions that are not serving us Stress is obviously a major one. Um, And again, we've spoken on this podcast in so many episodes about the ways that stress impacts our health um, on every level. So stress, yes, from a physical perspective, but also as as an emotion. Worry, fear, overwhelm, hurt. How can we start to become aware of those emotions that are not serving us and how can we really... Um, safely and comfortably and actively release them and let go of them. Um, So by really considering what is and isn't serving our skin, we can establish some very mindful and very purposeful beauty rituals. Now, with all of this in mind, I want to share a couple of inner beauty rituals um, to serve as some inspiration, uh, one for the morning and one for sleep. 
around these kind of um, emotions and belief systems and feelings that we might have that contribute to us struggling with our skin, but also really enhancing that inner beauty because that inner beauty is so much more than just the aesthetic. It's how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about the world around us and what we project to the world around us. And again, yes, emotions like um, worry and fear and overwhelm and hurt and belief systems that we're not good enough or that we don't belong are going to play out on that physical level, but then also in a greater kind of energetic sense, we're not going to be projecting inner beauty or outer beauty to the rest of the world. And I know that that is something that most of us, particularly women, really care about. Mm. So, um, like I said, I'm going to share a couple of my favourites with you, but at the end of the day, your rituals are going to be so much more powerful to you if you really make them your own. So please do not be afraid to put your own twist on these and make up your own Um, because ultimately, like I said, you know, those emotions and those thought patterns are common ones with skin issues. Yours might be different. Yours might look different. And the way that you want to process and release is potentially going to be very different to the way that I might want to process and release what's no longer serving me. Now, the first ritual that I really want to talk you through um, is a really, really beautiful morning ritual for the heart. As I mentioned, when it comes to skin, self-love and self-compassion are really big themes. Um, And I think that if we were each to individually define what inner beauty means to us, loving would be one word that a lot of us would use to characterize it. You know, when we think about someone who's really beautiful um, as a person, like they're most likely going to be a really loving person. So for this ritual, you are going to want to grab um, a pen and some paper you are going to want a rose quartz crystal if you have one Um, you're going to want some essential oil and i think same with crystals you know working with ones that really are cool to you and each one of us might have a slightly different one calling to us for different reasons Um, i really like ylang ylang Um, it's a really beautiful one to use for this ritual in particular because it's a beautiful one for self-love and for gentleness and compassion and self-compassion so you're going to want pen paper rose quartz crystal an essential oil and a mirror now when you are in your safe ritual space you are going to place a couple of drops of your essential oil, so in this case, ylang ylang, into your right palm and place that palm over your heart. I'm gonna take some really nice deep breaths and inhale that aroma. And with your left hand, because your left is obviously your heart side, you're gonna hold onto your rose quartz crystal, which is obviously that, that crystal and that stone of unconditional love. Now, you might like to set an intention uh, which could be to feel more self-love or just love 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 that might literally be the intention that you you set and you repeat or you might like to repeat an affirmation so i'm lovable i'm worthy of love i give love i receive love and just see how that feels and then 
I want you to consider the heart quality that you feel will most serve you today or that you'd really like to work with or embody today. And it could be self-love, self-compassion, compassion generally. It could be kindness. It could be gratitude, um, vulnerability, forgiveness, or just care. Um, whatever heart quality you feel drawn to, you are going to write that quality down on a piece of paper. Or you could even actually write it straight onto your mirror if you wanted to. And with that quality in mind and in your physical consciousness, because you've literally written it down, you're going to take that crystal back into your left hand and pop your right palm back over your heart and close down your eyes. And you're going to imagine a really beautiful, soft pink light beginning to radiate out of your palm. And with each inhale and exhale, you're going to really stoke that, that light and feel that power of the light growing. And you're going to meditate on your body and your aura receiving this beautiful soft pink light from your heart space and filling you up. And you're going to meditate on that. And, and when you're ready, whenever that is for you, whenever it feels right, and when you can feel that soft pink light flowing through you, all of that love flowing through you, you're going to write something down that you feel grateful for, at least one thing that you feel grateful for. And then you're going to choose one way that you can show some love today, whether that is giving a hug or a kiss to someone that you love or um, sending a message to a friend telling them how appreciative you are of them, whether it's sending a bunch of flowers to a loved one for no particular reason or carrying out a random act of kindness with a stranger or sharing a compliment with someone, whatever it might be, you can choose one way. And then you're going to go about your day and you're going to choose to carry with you that open heart and your intention with you. And when your love is flowing and shining through you, you are going to look so differently at yourself in the mirror, carrying that love through your day. So that's your morning routine. Um, like I said, it's a really beautiful one for your heart and for that self-love and self-compassion, but obviously also for others around you. The other routine that I want to talk you through is a nighttime routine for beauty sleep. So sleep is when our bodies have their prime opportunity to detoxify and repair and rejuvenate. We just obviously want to make sure that that sleep is quality and deep and restorative sleep. And this is something that I work a lot on with my clients and a really great first step to working towards getting better quality sleep is working on our nighttime winding down routines and also our bedtime routines. And usually making changes here can actually um, be really, really, really potently helpful. So great for that reason. But also certain religions and cultures believe that when we sleep, our soul leaves our body to connect to higher realms. And there is where our soul is nourished and rejuvenated and guided. So we've got sleep from that physical perspective, helping to look after our physical body, but then also our, our soul. Um, so sleep routines, very important. And for this beauty sleep routine, firstly, you want to make your bedroom feel like a sanctuary if it doesn't already. So consider how you feel in your bedroom. Do you feel calm and relaxed and cozy or do you feel the complete opposite? Is it a space where you do your work? Because if you're doing your work in your bedroom, it might not feel like a cozy, relaxed, calm kind of sanctuary. It might feel like an office. <laughs> um, so really have a good think about how you can make your bedroom feel more like a sanctuary, more like a safe space. 
Do you need to declutter your bedroom? Do you need to clear the top of your bedside table or your drawers or maybe pop your floor drove away? <laughs> um, can you bring some elements of nature into your bedroom? Um, way back in the 80s, NASA literally conducted a study um, that showed that indoor plants can help to clean and purify the air. So this is absolutely not new science at all. Um, and plants like peace lilies, if you don't have pets, can be super beautiful as well here um, for helping to do that in a, in a bedroom. Um, think about an aroma that you can bring in to your bedroom. A beautiful candle, maybe some essential oils. Um, lavender is a really obvious choice, but I actually just want to make a quick mention, and I'm sure I have on this podcast before. Please, please, please do not go overboard with lavender. Three ish drops would be more than enough five would be absolute max because lavender can actually have quite a stimulating effect if it's used in a large quantity which obviously you don't want in a place where you're trying to sleep <laughs> um so if you found in the past that lavender hasn't worked for you maybe revisit the amount that you have used um and then finally unplug um your beautiful sanctuary is waiting for you so you can say good night to the rest of the world quite literally and yeah slip into relaxation up your phone in another room, turn it into flight mode, turn it off completely, whatever you need to do. Um, and then we're going to cleanse. We're going to cleanse ourselves and our bedroom. You really want to give yourself and your space that good cleanse to be able to take that day off. Um, so we want to release and let go of any of the heavy energies that we've been carrying through the day and really welcome peace in to get that really nice restorative sleep. So you could use an open window to try and move some of that air and energy through. You could use like a space clearing mist. Um, I have a really beautiful flower essence mist that I use. Um, you might want to use some incense or you might want to burn some Palo Santo or some sage. Um, or you might even imagine like a white light helping to cleanse you and, and clear some of that load off. Um, you might even want to put your hands on the ground. That's another really beautiful one and one I do in clinic quite often too. Um, then you want to practice your gratitude. And again, for me, like practicing gratitude in a, in a ritual, particularly in a beauty ritual, is so incredibly important. Um, so think about one thing that you're grateful for that day. And then thinking about what it is that you are grateful for actually really helps you to feel really, really great. Feeling grateful feels great. <laughs> um, so it's a really lovely practice for the evening and a gratitude journal can be a really lovely um, habit to, to form as part of your bedtime routine generally. And then you're going to do a body scan. So a body scan is such a simple form of meditation and you can do this completely by yourself. So once you're ready for your beauty sleep, you're going to lay in your bed feel um, if you feel any resistance to falling asleep if you feel that you're having difficulty from really switching off you can literally just lay there really comfortably and literally scan through your body so you're going to start from the very top of your head and work your way down your body even through every single finger and toe and you want to feel into any tension and then with your exhaling breath you want to let that go release it and what we're doing here is really making you very present. And as we know, the breath is a really brilliant tool for helping to um, helping us to switch out of that fight or flight response, which is obviously not conducive to sleep, and instead into that rest and digest mode. So those are just two inner beauty rituals that I really like to work with. Um, but like I said, the options are endless. And also, like I said, I just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of inspiration there.
Tay, do you have a, a beauty ritual or a nighttime or a morning I love one? this. I was just thinking how good this is for like a full moon, like cleansing yes. that. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to do that. I really want to do that. The heart opening one with yeah. rose yes. essence. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I think that'll be a really beautiful practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to try. Yeah. I have one of um, Francesca, who we've interviewed mm-hmm. on the podcast before. I've got one of her rose mists, and I really like kind of closing out my heart um, ritual with some rose and kind of spraying it through. And then I kind of carry, and especially as you would know, T, like her mist so richly scented (laughs) that you literally carry that scent with you through the whole day. So, yeah. Yeah. You're literally healing other people. That's what Em says. (laughs) Yes. You're spreading love to yourself um, and, yeah, shining love out through your inner beauty into the outer world. Um, I also really want to touch on colour therapy quickly because colour therapy is something that we can absolutely bring into our beauty ritual very, very simply and easily. And like I said, with that heart um, morning ritual, using that soft pink light um, visualisation, super easy. Um, Colour therapy, also known as chromotherapy, we've spoken about on the podcast before. Um, It is thought to have actually originally um, been established by the ancient Egyptians. So it's, Mm. again, not a new science by any stretch. Um, It's a form of physical therapy that literally uses colour and coloured lights to treat a person both physically and mentally. Um, an example with skin particularly that my dermal therapy um, friends use and, uh, you know, dermal therapists all around the world use is like LED, using yeah. literally light treatment and coloured light treatment. Yeah, that's becoming really big now. Yeah, yeah. it bloody works as well. Yeah. Like it's pretty um, impressive. Mm. Um, so obviously colours exist everywhere around us and so this is such an accessible therapy um whether you want to imagine one or more colors when you're meditating or when you close your eyes in the shower and you can imagine the water droplets as a color i think that's Mm. one of my favorite ways to imagine um yeah bring bring color therapy into into the day-to-day life or maybe you want to work in a more physical sense with colors so crystals whether it's like painting and artwork or drawing or coloring in or your clothing um like we spoke with Susanna about on the podcast um your pillow slips your bedding your furniture whatever it is that works for you obviously color is there for you to utilize and access um there are a few colors that I actually want to touch on specifically um especially again for skin and for beauty The first one is yellow, which is incredibly cleansing, but it's also very uplifting. So it starts to move us away from some of those heavier um, emotions that are probably not serving us when we're struggling with skin issues. Blue, which is such a peaceful color. um, It's actually amazing for detoxifying and clearing the skin. And that's why, again, looping back to that LED reference, blue light is the really great one for helping to fight off things like um, acne Mm. um, or active infection because it it literally works to clear the skin. Um, But similarly, like you can kind of take that LED practice home with you and, and use blue um, color therapy. Mm. Uh, white is incredible for 
everything because it really works on whole body healing so physical mental emotional energetic it's incredible um indigo is a really beautiful color to work with it's very um blood purifying but as a color it actually also really helps us to identify the root cause of any problem that we might be um experiencing so whether that is physical or mental or emotional or otherwise um, indigo is really great for helping us helping us to get to the root of what's going on um, purple is beautiful for the immune system and for assisting with healing and like i said earlier skin is such a big part of our immune system um, and then turquoise i really love turquoise for skin healing and cell renewal um, but also for healing on it in a, in a broader sense um, and yeah, it's really interesting actually that like blue and turquoise and white are colors that I'm really drawn to. Mm. Um, and I think that's why I love the beach so much because there's like that combination of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I can say that. It's just like clicked. I'm like reading through these. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah. Even the yellow actually with the beach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it makes sense. Um, maybe I just need like a purple indigo bikini now and then I can yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, Finally, I want to touch on meditation and I'm going to close the episode with this one. I don't think that there's many episodes of this podcast, hey, that you and I haven't touched on the importance of meditation. Mm. I feel like probably if we did like a word check, it yeah. would come up probably as maybe our, our most commonly used Probably, word. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think like I mentioned back at the very start of this episode, it's an incredibly potent tool for healing the skin via the nervous system and that emotional energetic body. So meditation is an incredible beauty ritual in itself. Now, I'm going to take you through a guided meditation, and within that, I'm going to talk you through a divine healing intelligence prayer from one of my favorite books called The Secret Language of Your Body by Inna Segal, um, and I'll link it in the show notes as well so you can check it out. It's a really, really incredible one um, for helping you to understand the connection between that inner and outer world within the body and that emotional and physical, um, and yeah, very, very, very eye-opening. So if you can and you're able to right now and if not, pause this episode and you can look back to it when you're next available, I'm going to need to take a really nice deep breath. And if you feel safe to do so, I'm going to close down the eyes. I want you to really arrive in your body right now. Feel your chest and your belly rising and falling with your breath the clothes on your skin, the ground beneath you, the air flowing in and out of your nostrils. As you continue that breathing with your eyes closed if they already are, on each hand you're going to touch the tip of your ring finger to the tip of your thumb. And then just straighten out and relax those other those other fingers. And this is our Saraya Ravi Mudra, uh, which really helps to bring about balance to our energy and to our health. But it's also a really beautiful one for starting to bring about some positive change. And here you're just going to continue to take some really nice, slow, deep breaths.
Now in your mind, repeat after me. Divine healing intelligence, please release all irritation, anger, frustration, criticism, invalidation and insecurity that I may carry in my skin, as well as points of view, positive and negative charge, and all patterns that contribute negatively to the condition of my skin. Divine Healing Intelligence, please allow me to feel comfortable, happy and secure in my new skin. Allow me to learn to love, appreciate and value myself. Divine Healing Intelligence, please remove all toxicity, bacteria, impurities and stress from my skin and regenerate my skin and all related organs to their maximum health, vitality and well-being. Thank you. With your eyes still closed, you need to feel your skin becoming really clear and radiant and soft and glowing. You really visualize that, picture it. How does it feel? How do you feel in that renewed skin? Do you feel comfortable and secure? Do you feel happy? Do you feel peaceful? Do you feel confident? And with your next inhale, you're going to breathe in that enjoyment and let it grow with your exhale. And again, breathe in that amazing feeling. And with your exhale, let that grow. I want you to imagine that you are standing in front of someone who loves you. And then consider how you would see yourself if you could see through their eyes right now. Would you see yourself differently? How? 
what does the person who loves you see? Take another deep inhale and then let it go. You are lovable. You are loved. And you are loved. Take one more deep breath. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Thank you, as always, fellow witches, for joining us. Thank you, Em. That was amazing. I feel recharged after that. Amazing. You're glowing as always. (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving us a rating or review. Really helps us to reach more witches just like you. And you can come and join us on socials too. We are at Witches Being Witches on Instagram and we're in the WBW Coven Facebook group. I'll see you next time, fellow witch. Thanks for listening to Witches Being Witches. Remember, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. And kindness is the new cool. We'll see you next episode.